and we're back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Average Jays Podcast. I am Jay Justin Ruiz. And I'm Jay Jeremy Francois. Coming back at you guys. Today is Tuesday, August 23rd, the year of our Lord 2022. And special news. It is a special occasion. It is our one year anniversary. Yay! Earth rotation since we gathered the two greatest minds on this earth. What did I say? Rotation. Because it takes. Oh, that's a day. Yeah. That's one day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one rotation around the sun. Stay in school. (laughs) One, whatever the, whatever, around the sun, we came back. One full year. It's pretty cool. So first off, I want to say thank you, Jay. And thank you. But you know who else we got to thank? You have a Burger King drink. Where's my Burger King drink? You didn't, I do have a Burger King you drink. You should have told me. I would have had a Burger King drink. Um, but yes, we got to thank the, the fans. And of course. The future so, fans that are going to hop on this. The past, the present, and the future. And all the fans who are live right now. With us on twitch.tv slash the average Jays. Remember, guys, we are now live streaming each episode every Tuesday, 9 p.m., unless we say otherwise. Come check it out. Twitch.tv slash the average Jays. Yep. So before we jump into the plethora of news that we have, we have a cool little announcement. So, Jay, if you want to take that away. Yeah. So I I think I should just give him all the news right now. I should just drop, drop, drop a big number two of prize news. So there's I mentioned to you guys earlier, if you guys saw my little recording yesterday, which I did like randomly at 11 o'clock midnight or near midnight. Basically, there's going to be a little mini contest, a little mini minute uh, contest. So for those who have, you know, the alien heroes, I stuck some Easter eggs in there. I'm going to put the instructions on our page on Twitter and Instagram. And what else do we do? We use Facebook. Not really. OK, cool. Cool. People don't use Facebook. So I'm going to put the instructions there. But if you have the alien heroes, the uh, the Easter eggs will be there and I'll set the instructions. There. If you don't have a copy it is in my page sky underscore surfer 117 you can get it it's like seven bucks and if you don't care to share or support share it so we can have someone else be a part of the contest so you got to do a couple things first as i open my notes let me turn into grandpa for a second just make my glasses a little low Anywho, contest to enter, you need to subscribe and share the Average Days podcast. Probably you don't need to share. You can subscribe, but definitely share. Please. It'd be nice. Second, guess the three clues from the Alien Heroes comics. Ooh. And then tell us the secret word from our one-year anniversary episode. And lucky for you all, you guys get the first chance to hear the key word. So you'll be ahead of the game by like a day or so. Um, we'll drop the keyword or phrase in this episode. Did you like that pause, Justin? I did. I enjoyed that pause. All right. And then I'll share the prizes at the end of the episode so you can see. And yeah, I think that's it. Am I missing anything? I think that's it. No, I think you're good. I think you got everything. Um, like Jay said, you do need to have the, um, 
the Alien Heroes comic book. Jay has a link to all that. Like I said, he's going to include that in the directions. You can purchase that on his website. Um, and I believe you can go through it via our link tree in our bios, in our social media. It, it's, right? We don't have our, we should, we should put ours, like our personal page on Linktree on mm. our, you know, you know what I mean? We're yeah. here. But you're there. And I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, you guys are getting the first, kind of like first dibs at this giveaway. Um, and like Jay said, somewhere along the lines of the stream, we will be dropping that keyword or phrase. And later on, if you stick by us this entire stream, maybe we'll give you a sneak peek at what you're getting. So, first topic of the day, you know we always got to hit the world news. World news. The world news, you know, it's usually politics and stuff like that. And honestly, this is probably the one side of politics I'm super cool with, and I think everyone else is too. Oh, facts. So apparently, President Biden and the White House are leaning towards forgiving $10,000 in student loans for people that are making under 125k. Exactly. So, we both I know that. So, yeah. I know that that's going to put me in the qualifications, so any money I don't have to give back is definitely welcomed. Tell us what you guys think when if you're listening now or if you're listening to it later. Would that because yeah, let us know if you're just itching to give the government an extra $10,000. Right. But uh, yeah, like there are there are two sides to the coin when it comes to uh, when it comes to student loans. There are people out there that they're like it's not fair. You know, there's nuances to everything, and that's how I live my life. There's nuances. So there are people that out there that pay, just paid off their loans. There are people out there that didn't borrow money, and they're like that's not fair for most people. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't affect you. But you're just hating to hate. Yes. And yeah, there, there's a lot of sides to this, and I get it, but. You know, if you were able to pay off your loans, that's great. You know, it sucks that, like, you know, the point in time where if this possibility happens where loans are forgiven or partially forgiven, at least you made it out. You know, that, that's, that's what we should be celebrating. You made it out. It sucks, but see the brighter side of things. Um, when it comes to this, I think that would be great. But um, let me take it back a bit. So that is a possibility, Justin. So for a while, I think in April or something like that, they said they, or not April, I forget, maybe a few weeks or a few months back, they mentioned that either they're going to push the hold again, because they kept pushing it for a long time, either push the hold again or try to waive a few, you know, I think it's going to be how much? It's in the billions or millions, I believe. That they they just need to get, in my opinion, they just have to get rid of it all. Oh, it'd be great. Like, look, I feel like I'm in a place right now where I have not, and I will admit it on here because, you know, the government is always listening. I have not paid my loans since COVID started. I think I paid, oh, one, I paid one month. So now let's say, look, and I'm not like that bad. I'm not like worse than most there are people that still like in the six digits or the high oh, five yeah. digits i'm in i'm five digits but like i'm in low end but it's like i i could have easily paid it off during my this covid pandemic 
but I'm like, I just moved into a place. I got things to pay. Like I, and I think life is going, life is happening and I'm able to afford those things. Now you're throwing another bill that's just going to kind of eat away at my livelihood, especially like my comics. I probably would not have been able to make my comics if we were still paying that. Well, yeah. You also got to remember there's people that are like, like we know me and my wife, we know people that are literally lawyers. Yeah. lawyers and they need to live at home because they cannot afford to do anything else they need to live at home they can't afford their own place there's so much stuff that they can't do because of student loans you know they need extra time to pay all this money back and you know it sucks because th- that was one seen as like oh if you're a lawyer or a doctor you're set like you know but right now during this time you're not really set for a couple of years. So forget about, you know, roughing it through college and law school, right? You still got to rough it for a while after that. Yep. Yeah. And it's funny because me and my friends were kind of, we were semi debating, arguing and misunderstanding because we were texting and I hate texting conversational, like actual dialogue. In, in text form mm-hmm. because then either I don't talk to you all day because I'm at work and stuff, but that's neither here nor there. We're talking about it and we're talking, there's a lot of nuances to things because there are people out there. I'm not going to name them, obviously, but there are people out there that I remember we go to college. People our generation, we go to college because our parents grew up because their parents said, you go to college, you will get a high paying job. I went to college. I'm working in a place that doesn't require a college degree. So what now? And then there are people out there Mm -hmm. that... It, yeah. Again, we're and one of the things I made in our, uh, I made a point when we were me and my friend were talking. We're adults, but we're still kids. You're giving us these stacks of things to read about loans and what you. Have. I don't understand anything. All I know is I need money to go to college. I'm signing those papers. So yeah, just because you're 18 doesn't mean that you are. Yeah, we're still cho- able to decipher these contracts. Yeah. So again, you're there's this kind of not someone telling this, but there's this promise like that's up in the air that we go to college and be fine. Because one of the things that hurt me and not like physically, but like I remember graduating and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go look for more internships. Uh, 99% of these internships require you to be in school. And I'm like, I just finished school. Like you tell me I got to go back or I got to go do my master's. And there are people out there with master's and PhDs that are not getting jobs because they thought if they had these high level degrees, they'd be set. Now you're just stuck in this. Well, yeah, it's, you know, people go for an extra, sometimes an extra three years, right, to get this master's, and it doesn't always end up what it's supposed to be. Exactly. You know, my wife has her master's, and she's a teacher. So it's unfortunately like, yeah, she gets paid on the higher end. Yes. For teachers, but teachers still get paid nothing, you know? Yeah. So it's, no, you're right. Like school has been this thing of, and it's always been a topic of conversation in terms of like politics and news and all that, where, you know, do these student loans do more harm than good? And to the average person, I think that they do. And to see our federal government, our president, um, you know, the White House, leaning towards trying to forgive bigger and bigger chunks you know this is a step in the right direction because 
if we want a country of learned individuals in good, high paying jobs, how are we going to get there if everyone's broke after school? You know? No, yeah. And and we can go into uh, th- this topic could have its own episode, but it's like oh for sure. I absolutely. I, I hope this does go in that direction where because like pushing is just it, at pushing is just such a tease. Like help us out yeah. so we can do what we need to do. Yes. Moving on from that, leaving the light speed student loan debt in the in the past where it should be. Moving on to a little bit more lighter news. Yeah, I'm curious about this. (laughs) So it's light, but it's like a bittersweet thing, right? Because Mm -hmm. these things are happening because another bad thing is happening. Mm. So right now around the world, there's been record heat waves. Um, There's been wildfires throughout Europe and California, uh, Australia. There's been, the earth is hot right now. The earth is hot, yes. It's hot. Sweating. So... But I thought this was kind of like, you know, finding the diamond in the rough. I thought this was a cute little thing that that's happening. So Spain and Europe, the governments in Spain and Europe are using sheeps and goats to remove flammable vegetation. So they are literally unloading sheeps, sheep, sheeps, sheepses. I I agree with all those. Go ahead. Okay, they're unloading sheepses and goats across the countries so that they can graze on the vegetation so that they're getting fed and removing some of those like flammable like weeds and grass and stuff mm. to kind of slow fires that are going. That's, I thought that was actually pretty neat. Oh, well, that's crazy cool because I think two days ago or yesterday, what I learned, no, yesterday, that there's something called like uh i forget the word the ver- word basically you set the you set forest on fire on purpose i forget what, oh yeah i forget the term yeah and it's to kill the fire it's to, the it's to yeah it's to burn it's controlled fire i forget what it's called it's yeah. controlled fire so basically for those who don't know let's say uh i i you know i set fire to like a patch of grass fire can't burn a patch of grass that's already burned so that's how i understood it right uh, does that yeah. make sense? Is that that's where I'm, I'm? I mean, yeah, basically. So it it kind of you know, fire needs oxygen, and if you start a fire and it's coming one way, and if you start another one from the opposite end, they're eventually going to meet and dissipate. Yeah. So it's basically starting a, a controlled fire, like you said, yeah. just to kill out the spreading stop, fire. Stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because I think the point of that, which kind of goes into what uh the story from Spain. It's just so we could stop using those uh, the chemicals that we use to stop fires because that's also hurting yeah. the forest. So it's like yeah. that makes a lot of sense, but it's just like it sucks that we have to literally fight fire with fire. It, with fire, yeah. So it sucks, but uh, if if this is the way to go, but you know, <laughs> from our plethora of one year anniversaries of episodes, we talked about climate change and how that's important. Uh, well, climate change is an important topic, and yes. we could try to avoid these things uh, by doing our part. And when I say we, us people can vote for the people that we want to help protect the planet. Um, you know, not just simply recycling, because we can recycle all day, but then I found out recycling doesn't really do much because people will have the green and blue and whatever thing, but they all go into almost the same place. And these things are still on the planet. They're, it's not like we shoot them off into space. 
They're still in the plan. Not yet. Not yet. Um, it would be a dope idea, but my concern, this is kind of like I'm going off on a mini tangent. It would be a dope idea, but what is the, my issue is, okay, we shoot it straight to the sun. It would just, the sun would even catch it. It would just burn it up. But what if you shoot it up in the sun and then the rocket decides to like, oh, I don't work anymore, blows up and all this debris of garbage falls down. And it's then it's ocean. raining garbage. What That's happened? Cool. Then it's raining garbage. That's cool. It's raining It's like cloudy. It, it'll be raining garbage. It's like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh. But the meatballs are all rotten and disgusting. Yeah. So I thought you said radiating because be I'm like, that'd be kind of dope. I mean, maybe hours. it could be a radiating. But, um, probably not. But yeah, um, we have to do our part. You know? Yes. Another semi cool thing happening because of the. I guess droughts worldwide is um, we have like in Texas due to a drought, 113 million year old dinosaur tracks were discovered in the desert. So literally because of the immense dryness and the shifting sands and everything, they found new tracks and these tracks are like legit. Yeah. They're huge. Like I, I saw pictures of them. They're massive. And it's just such a crazy thing to see because it looks like something just walked there. Yeah. Like just now, but it's these things that have been preserved, obviously like in mud and stuff and fossilized over millions yeah. of years. And the drought has kind of forced things to break down and made it easier to uncover. And it's, it's right in our backyard, right? Like this isn't in a random desert halfway across the world. Like it's in Texas. Yeah. Like that's, so I thought that was like pretty cool. Yeah. Like that's in the U S like I know that we, Every time something is discovered, it's like somewhere in like some foreign European like cave that no one ever goes to because only smart archaeologists go in there and discover things for us. But then it's a bittersweet thing that we find this cool freaking, like, as you would say, diamond in the rough. And because of climate change, we find this cool thing, but it's like, at what cost? What are we going to do with yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong. The whole climate change thing isn't super fun. But, but because I was of just, that, we're, we're getting Yeah, it. I was just happy and seeing, like, the little, like, you're fi- we're finding the silver linings, right? Exactly. So moving on from that, we're going to jump into our favorite segment. What are we reading, watching, or playing? So, Jay, go ahead and kick it off. What are you reading, watching, or playing? So we all know I'm reading Between Magic and Dreams. but I'm going to take a pause on volume two. Volume two. Yes. Um, but I'm going to take a pause on that. If you want guys want to know more, listen to our last episode. But I'm going to replace reading with writing. I'm back on my writing. I'm, I'm in the zone. Ooh. So I mentioned earlier with the contest about the alien heroes. I'm writing the first episode. I always have these episodes out, uh, written out. I just need to put it in script form. But I have these other ideas that I have to like kind of edit out storylines or like dialogue and stuff and put like things in to kind of like plot the entire controlled or rather self-contained story that I'm doing. So I, yeah, like the other day I was like nice Sunday off, like wasn't at work and I spent the whole morning. I got up and then I watched my one piece, you know, I got to watch my Sunday morning one piece. And then <laughs> I just started writing. And then, you know, it's one of those things you, you have this, temporary writer's block and you start writing and then things start to make sense. You just start plotting it down. And I just got hyped. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get to the second issue. So I'm almost done. I, like, I even take my laptop. The last two days I took my laptop to work and I was writing uh, some 
some stuff in there and I'm, I'm happy the way it's turning out because initially when I wrote the script, it was, it was for animation. So I was like, Oh, this is going to take longer because I now have to see things in panels. So mm-hmm. that's going to take me a minute, but I'm happy I'm, I'm on that. Now, nice. what I'm watching, what am I watching? I took a break on San, uh, Sandman. Oh, and I just found out, uh, they added two more episodes. Like, I think one was animated or something like that. That's what I heard. But oh, there's like two bonus cool. episodes. I'm like, okay, now I got to get back on. So, kind of, so I, I'm still in the beginning of that. Saw the first episode of She-Hulk. We'll get to that later. Uh, what else? What else? Am I watching anything else? Mm. Oh, saw Dragon Ball Super last week. It was dope. Oh, superhero? Yeah. It was actually dope. I hate the title, though. I hate the name of the movie. Dragon I, Ball Super Superhero? Yeah. Like, I, I've always hated Dragon Ball Super, the title, not the show, just or anime or manga or whatever. I just didn't like it. Because then now you get this movie and it's called Dragon Ball. It's just, it's corny. Dragon Ball Z was just like, hit hard. It was badass. But uh, Dragon, Ball, Dragon Ball Super, the movie, was really dope. Like, I... Piccolo is a de- like he's the he's a goat. Like, yeah. We knew this, but no, he like he gets his time to shine. That's the thing. Like he has screen oh, time. Nice. Um, we see Goku and Vegeta, but it's like it's, it's it's whatever. They're just training because it's not their story. Yeah, it takes place after Broly, so you see Broly also. What else? What else? So when I went into this, I was like, this has to be about Gohan. It can't be about anyone else. Yeah, it like. The movie, the Piccolo had the most screen time, but okay. at the end it was about Gohan, and I was like, "But it had this third act kind of Marvel thing where I was like, kind of let me down. It was like a cool okay. thing, but it let me down. Like there, there's the big bad, and I was like, really, you couldn't give him some character moment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin, when I went to see with my cousin, he compared it, and I haven't seen the movie, but I I know some of the storyline. Uh, I believe it was called Dragon Ball Z Bio Broly. I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it was because it's, in a sense, a sequel to the non-canon movie yeah. where the main baddie is just flailing, like just fighting to fight. Like there's no nu- yeah. there's no nuance. He's just fighting because he's just a monster. He's just a beast. At the end of this movie, we get that same thing where I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And again, and, oh, and animation was great. It's not the regular 2D that we're used to. They did this this other version of 3D that I really like, and one thing I like about that is yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like gonna... No, I was gonna say talking about the animation, it actually reminds me of the games. Exactly. Like um, fighters, it yes. looks exactly like. It looks fighters. like that, but more cool. obviously more polished. Like when yeah. uh, one of the you know Boma's uh, uh, ships are like flying, uh, not even Boma, it was the Red Ribbon Army's ship flying through the rain you can see so it's not regular rain just hitting the thing if you see the rain slipping off the ship mm. it's pretty dope like just appreciate i feel like that's super not anime but i guess anime-esque but like almost like miyazaki that kind of reminds me of you know how he has like unnecessary details and little things in a sense now it's not miyazaki it reminds you of the details of miyazaki but like it's just that yeah. one they put in the they put in the work like i i it's that's computer cool. generated I like that. That was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think if there was another movie I saw, but I can't recall. 
Uh, playing uh, Ratchet and Clank, I, all I can say is I, I got I was at thirty six percent. Still on it? Yeah, I was at thirty. So I was at thirty six. No, I was at nineteen percent a week or two mm-hmm. ago. And now I'm at forty two. So that's a big jump. I'll say it just it feels. Good. I mean, I, I platinumed it, so I mean, you know, get on my level. So. Wait, I, you don't have it? I'm talking about part two. Oh, the new game. Yeah, the, the... you're so cool. Oh. Right? You know what? I'm fine. Whatever. <laughs> no, no. But what I was going to say, it, even playing the first one, uh, it made me, it, it, when I sit down and I have nothing to do, it makes me feel mm-hmm. like back in the day when I used to play like Sly Cooper, which they are Sly Cooper uh, uh, Easter eggs in. in uh, and the, that's cool. They, like someone was saying, yeah, there's someone that's just dark. He looks kind of lo- like a long back, but he's like slinking around with this. like. And I was like, that's Sly Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it just made me feel like I was a kid again playing this game. So I'm I'm having fun with it. But yeah, I think that's, I think awesome. that's it. That's it for now. Cool. So I guess it's on me. Yeah. As always, I'm illiterate, so I'm not reading anything. And watching I am on the last season of regular show. So they're in Ooh. space now. I am in I kind of took a break, but I started the second season of Westworld. Yes. And oh, I crushed the first season super quick. Yeah. But now I'm on I I saw the first episode of the second season. I thought you were on the um, second one, or am I bugging? I'm thinking of something else then. Never mind. I'm on the second episode of episode of season th- two. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then I watched any other TV shows. Uh, Westworld. I mean, I'm still going through Game of Thrones with with uh, my wife Erica. We. This is her first time, by the way, so it's so special to see her reaction to certain <laughs> things. So we're on season two, right, or season three? Taking your time, I see. And I know. Yeah, we're, it's not you taking our time. I think it's season two, and. We just watched the episode where the wildlings and Jon Snow climbed the wall. Nice. So, and uh, Tyrion just got married to Sansa. So, next two episodes, whoever remembers, it gonna get real. It gonna get real. So, we're on episode nine. So, nine and ten before we finish off the season. I can't wait to see Erica's face explode when she sees what's going on. She's gonna no, be no, flabbergasted. She's going to be flabbergasted. No spoilers because she does watch the show. So I don't want to mess it up for her. Yes. Um, oh, I was going to ask you a question about Westworld season one. What's up? How for this is, I guess, going to be spoilers for those who have not seen Westworld. Please watch it. It's really dope. Hurry up and get on it. Spoilers. This is your warning. Here we go. Um, so when did you find out that uh, I'm forgetting his name? The man in black is this person. Oh, it, it took me until they revealed it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think I knew an episode I, before. That, that I was one of the, I guess I was one of the people that I was just very much, uh, I was thinking everything was happening at the same time. Yeah. I fell for it, right? Yeah. I fell for the writing. I thought it was happening in one cohesive story and it was not. Because it, there were moments where they, uh, they really followed Dolores because it's like, she wakes up and then um, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the guy's name, but her, in a sense, love interest, uh, the other host, uh, for those who don't know, a host is a robot and a guest is a real person. So if we say those things, you know, now know. So the other host is her love interest. He dies, but then he gets with, yeah. uh, again, William. 
And then we find out that William is the, that guy. Beautiful character arc. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. The man in black storyline is just like you have to choose white or black. I was like, yo, it's classic yin and yang. Beautiful. B E A. Beautiful. So, yeah. So, I think that's it for TV shows right now. Um, but in terms of movies, mm. Tell me. in terms of the movies, yes. So, this past weekend was my 29th birthday. Yeah. Hold yeah, your yeah. applause. Um, so, one of the big things in my family is, you know, movies and stuff. So, I went to my parents' house, you know, my parents and my sister are there. And me and my sister stood and watched two movies this weekend. So the first movie is a beautiful gem that I feel like gets overlooked a lot, um, even by me. 21 and over, Miles Teller and Skylar Ashton, and the Asian kid from Disturbia. Great little coming-of-age college movie, super-duper funny. Um, I saw it way back when, when it came out and my sister had rewatched it and she was like, yo, next time I, next time I see you, we got to watch it. Absolutely beautiful. She's actually in the chat right now. I've been, she just hopped in. So it was beautiful, super duper funny. Like, and I don't understand why it's not in more conversations. You know, so many quotable moments. I either saw it or I'm, it was bunched up with other party movies, and I don't recall. And and that's what I think happened. I think it kind of went under the radar because it was bunched with other party movies. But in all honesty, it's in the caliber of like, like a what was I saying? Like a Harold and Kumar or like a Van Wilder. It's up there. It's up there. It should be one of those like classic party movies. And it's up so there. everyone go, go check it out. It's on Netflix. Twenty one and over. Quick oh, movie. It's on Netflix and uh, HBO Max. Oh, look at that. And HBO Max. Super fun. It's just a great time. Uh, so that brings us to the second movie I saw. What is the second? The second one. I just want to tease it just for a little bit. Because it was such a B-E-A beautiful film. Magnificent? Maleficent? Magnificent? Magnificent. It was magnificent. It was glorious. It was stupendous. Spectastic. Spectastic and beautiful. I saw Elvis. Okay. I like that you did that. I really thought of uh, Ace Ventura, but then you did that. I was like, yeah, that makes more sense. The titular film by Uh, Baz Berman. Yes. I always had it backwards. I said Bosler. Baz Berman, not Bosler. It was such a wild ride. Now, I will caveat this with, with it felt like a movie on fast forward. Okay. Not really in a bad way, like uh, like Morbius or something like that. It just felt like I bad. wanted so much more. Like I wanted them to go into each one of the little story arcs. I wanted to go deeper into each one. And I think that speaks to the the pacing in the film itself, right? Because they gave me enough that kept me wanting more. Now, fun fact, and uh, my sister is now super obsessed with Elvis and going through all of his old movies, knows all the trivia about Elvis now because of this movie. Um, She actually told me that there is a four-hour 
version of this movie that they're looking to release. I was just so, going to ask you that. I was like, what if they did a director's cut? So if they do the director's cut, I will a thousand percent like go see it again because there's so much in this movie that like, like I said, I wanted to just know more and Tom Hanks, beautiful oh, America as that. the Colonel. Absolutely. Well, he plays a terrible human being. Oh no, I, I've got that from the trailer, but yeah. Terrible human being, but he nails it, man. Such a great transformation. The character is, you know, wonderful. I mean, he's a terrible person, but just the way it plays out. Like, he embodies it very well. Yeah, extremely well. And then talking about acting, Austin freaking Butler was born to be this guy. During the movie, they actually show, like, comparisons. So, like, they kind of show, like, when there's a performance going on or something, they have footage that's like real elvis yeah actual elvis so it's like real real footage of elvis performing whatever and then the like austin butler but they do it in such a way where like you'll see austin butler then elvis then austin butler and it's like it's almost like it's the exact same person like you got it unless you're really paying attention some of them you will miss and you will think it's just part of the movie okay he was elvis it was intense and kind of like uh, how my sister puts it, I-, I think that he does have some like facial characteristics of Elvis, and especially when you see things side to side. Yeah. But it's more like some of the facial expressions that Elvis made kind of look like Austin Butler. So he might not be a one-to-one to Elvis, but they do match up on certain things. They have like a similar facial demeanor. Like there, they- yes, happens. But you can tell, like, he, and, you know, he actually ended up, I, I think he got, like, hospitalized after after shooting. He, like, he got treated for exhaustion. He hurt his arm a couple yeah, times. I did you see, that. You see, like, the energy that he put into this. Like, it's very palpable on the screen. Uh, like I said, fantastic movie. It left me wanting to sing every Elvis song. Mm-hmm. Like, you really forget how many bops Elvis had. And like in this movie, yeah, in this movie they hit them one after another, and to this day, like I'm still being like, we can go on together (laughs) with suspicious smiles. Like I can't. Like why? Why are you not like pursuing singing, Justin? (laughs) (laughs) It just sticks in your head in the best way. Um, Yeah, and I really can't wait for that four hour edition because. I definitely want to. I definitely want to catch. I want to catch it. I, I put it off for so long because I was like, yeah, I would be down to see it because like I've I've seen Moulin Rouge. I've seen The Great Gatsby. Like mm-hmm. Boz, like he does well. Like it's very colorful and not like a super vibrant way, but very, um, what's the term for gold? Like like when it comes to era or whatever. Uh, yeah, he he, he definitely gets sheen to what he puts into his movies. Like I really like Moulin Rouge. It's like really good. And then when I saw Gatsby, I was like, oh, Leonardo did need that is Gatsby. Like, and this is more of the same. You know, he, he nails the era, he nails the era, he nails the characters. Um, the set pieces are a little grandiose once in a while. And it, it has that like super colorful, like the transitions between scenes sometimes. There's a, a little element of like CG when it shows them like leaving cities or something. Okay. Um, 
So it's very colorful and vibrant and of the time. I will say, although the music and soundtrack is fantastic, mm. there are two points, and people had this exact criticism with Gatsby, and I think this is just Boz. Boz? Yeah. Boz? Yes. Boz? It's Boz with a B? Yes. Okay. So I think it's just Boz Lerman, and you know he likes modern music. So there's two points in the in the movie where there's modern hits and it's like rap and it just doesn't it need takes to be you out there. Of it. Yeah, and it's the good thing is they're only for about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. The first one is a little longer than the second one and it, it really does remove you from the experience and it's kind of like uh, like you don't need this. But you could have put another Elvis song in there or just instrumental like, you know, music or whatever and it would have been fine like original instrumental yeah but because it was you know the 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 doji and i love doji cat i actually really like the song vegas the new single that she put out for the movie it's it's one of those times and it it was just so like it was was that was that because i don't really follow doji cat like that is that song made for the movie or did they take it no, it was made Art. for the movie. Oh, so then I, I would say that's fine in a sense. It just it just didn't fit. Oh, okay. So then I would have to see it, I would have to see it to see what they're talking about. It it would have done so much better as a credit song. Like when the movie was done, yeah. and like they have, you know, usually they have the original music yeah. for it. It would have been so perfect as a credit song. Okay. But it, the way that they had it in and it was towards the beginning of the movie, it just didn't fit. You okay. know. So but beyond that, honestly, I have no qualms with it. I thought the movie was really, really good. A great biopic. Um, very heavily researched. Boz did, did his homework. Um, you know, he got the blessing of Priscilla and Lisa Marie uh, Presley. And it, it, it was beautiful. It was, it was a really well-crafted love note, you know? Okay. So everyone go out and check it. Uh, go out. Go and check it out. Yes. It was, it was super fun. Definitely. So, oh, that was watching, playing, I finished Last of Us 2, and I felt hollow inside. Um, yeah, Life is meaningless. Yeah, you can't play anything until you go through the emotions. Life is meaningless, and we will all die and lose everything. We'll just so return to the earth. <laughs> that was really, really rough. Beautiful game. Whoever's late to the party like me, please go play it. When I've been, you know, I played a little bit of Fortnite, got the Dragon Ball Z stuff going on. Nice. Uh, played. They just announced Destiny characters are coming to Fortnite now, That's which is crazy. I would not have thought of that. Of. I don't know why. That, like I, I would not have thought of that. So and then uh, a little bit more multiverses. Um, now that it's been around for a little bit, now I'm starting to feel the pressure. Like I'm not as good as I thought I was. Plus, I took a couple of days off, so. When you're not constantly in a fighting game, like it's yeah. when you come back, you get smacked. Yeah, I haven't played in a minute. You probably better than me, if anything. Who knows? And then today, actually, I started my journey in Ghost of Tsushima. Bruh, dude, bro. At least, okay, look, you're late, but you started it. That's all that matters. Yes, I'm probably gonna play it again in black and white. So, yeah, and I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to play it back-to-back. I have it regular. I actually did the Samurai Cinema version, so it's, um, you know, it's all colors, but it's Japanese uh, voice acting. Yes. With English subtitles, so that's fun. Okay, nice. 
Beautiful game world. Absolutely gorgeous. I mean, Sucker Punch delivered the hell out of this yeah, thing. I'm on no game. Uh, absolutely great. And yeah, I think that wraps it up for, for that part. All right. So, bonus round. A new bonus player round. Came into, no, not a new player. All right. So here is the key phrase. Ready? I think Justin's going to like this. A bunch of baby ducks. That again, people, the key phrase for the one-year anniversary Average Jays uh, give, giveaway is a bunch of baby ducks. A bunch of baby ducks. So there you have it, people. I actually do like that. Oh, that's great. For all you nerds out there, that is a regular show reference. Yeah. So just remember to keep that under your hat and follow those instructions that Jay is going to post on our socials. And um, you'll be entered in to, to win a giveaway package. Yeah. So going into the world of TV and movies, right? Coming off of the what are we watching topic. Super excited for. We got to see a couple of, well, not we got to see HBO Max amidst the terrible things that we're hearing about them just clearing out their library. Unfortunately. It is. They are removing a lot. Please go check the interwebs for some of your favorite stuff because it might be coming off. So. Go check it. See what's left. See what you got to binge before it leaves. But amidst all that news, we got some cool stuff. So we got our first look at the Last of Us trailer. Like 30 seconds. Too. Well, Last of Us series. It was a 30 seconds. Uh, I saw it was a comparison thing. Was that just what I saw? Or? So there, No. So there was two. There was a comparison one with uh, on IGN. And then yeah. I when I went to see it again, I was like, let me go YouTube this. They, it was the HBO's like trailer for like their season, but a majority okay. of that that clip, that thirty second clip, was Last of Us. And then I saw a dragon, but I was like, "There's no dragons in freaking in the Last of Us." But I I understood that was part of uh, Game of Thrones, so they just like stuck it mm. at the end where like with other shows, it was very quick. But a majority uh, okay, of that. and Pascal, mm, he hits it. Like I know he doesn't sound like him. Such a the 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 vigor, the gravitas that he brings on the my little phone screen, but I imagine on a big screen he brings it. Such a good actor and such a great choice for Joel, to be honest. Like I think he's gonna nail that those like emotional definitely, parts. Yes, and those emotional parts. Yeah. I'm I can't wait to see his facial uh, acting skills because yeah. a majority of that show is gonna be quiet. It's not going to be like the game where the characters Ellie and Joel are talking all the time because it's a show. But I can't wait to see like little nuances like just coming from him. And the and uh, I forget the actress's name, but the girl playing Ellie, she's really good. If you guys don't remember where she was from, she was in Game of Thrones, uh, like in the latter Ooh. half of the season. Uh, I mean, I was trying there. to remember where she was from, yeah. and then she was so badass. She, you know, she went down swinging, and I love her for that mm-hmm. in that show. But I can't wait to see the acting chops uh, on this, and I'm sure she will deliver. And again, I, just speaking a little more about it, I, I can't wait to see it, what it, it delivers. Uh, obviously, it's going to be different. I know there are going to be haters out there. I hope it's it's its own. It's, it's it's definitely its own thing, just as like Halo, the show, it's its own thing. 
So you can't fault it for that. So guys, I know if you want, well, let's not compare it to Halo because Halo no, no, no. The show. I mean, took I a lot of liberties. No, no, no. I understand that. I don't. I'm not comparing in like, oh, it's going to be like a complete. I just mean it's going to be its own thing. And, and if people, it's are its own gonna, retelling. Yeah, it's, a, it's its own retelling. Yeah, if you're going to hate on Last of Us and you like the original, go play the original. And for those that have PS5, they rebuilt it for PS5. So there you go. You heard it from here from us first. Yay. I don't think that that's true. What? But we didn't hear from us first. That's been out for months. Yeah, you're right. I just want to credit. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to like shy it away too. I was like trying to go off camera. Like, <laughs> um, Jay mentioned the dragon at the end of the trailer. We also got the premiere of House of Dragons this past Sunday, and it literally, literally like, broke the internet. There were soldiers in the servers hacking away at the wiring of their yeah. servers uh if that makes sense so is the biggest premiere with the highest ratings and the most viewers on hbo to date and it had over 10 million concurrent viewers at one point and it literally crashed hbo max's servers yeah. and i'm sure so, you, most of us that uh and i know you did but most of us listening here saw that video of the one apartment building and i'm sure none of those people knew each other we're watching Game of Thrones at the same time. And what I'm describing is that there, if you're, if uh, someone was recording an apartment building and seeing these lights uh, coming from uh, uh, tenants' TVs playing Game of Thrones, and it was just all playing at the same time. And it was a majority of that one building, which is pretty dope. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was like 20 apartments. Yeah. It was pretty nuts. So that's um, cool. Definitely something to look forward to if you were a Game of Thrones fan. Um, like George that. Railroad Martin is attached to this. <laughs> He's attached to this as well and heavily consulting on this series. So check it out. I have not seen the the first episode not yet, but I will neither. be watching it. Which, you know, just going back to George Railroad, um, he needs to get here together because he needs to finish that book for everyone else. Well, apparently he has it mapped out now. Now he just has to oh, put pen to now. paper. When did Game of Thrones yeah. finish? <laughs> Like, look, I'm not crying for it, cause, like, because you know, I don't read the books and I don't care to read the book, those books. But I'm, I'm looking out for my homies. Like, they want to read this, they want to finish it. He's been dragging his feet, man. Like, you know, but hopefully he gets that taken care of. Sticking with HBO, Curb Your Enthusiasm has been renewed for a 12th season. I can't believe so. It. It, you know, Larry David can do no wrong in my mind. This is um the show is known for taking absences of like years and then coming back. And basically he has a contract with HBO. Whenever he feels like it, the, they're just gonna do whatever he says. That's so I did not know that. That's funny. Yeah, so it's like whenever he wants to come back and do a new season, they're like, All right, let's do it. So I'm happy that this is not something that, you know, went the way of Everything else on HBO Max. Oh, the so, Discover, uh, WB Discovery yeah, be, away everything. Yeah, because of the merger. So I'm happy to see that there will be more of Larry David's exploits. But yeah, that's just a fun little tidbit. Can't wait to see what he has in store. Uh, moving towards another streaming platform, season four of The Boys has officially started filming. Honestly, I feel like it's super early. Like, I feel like season three just came out. You're not wrong. It did. Uh, not just, but it, it came out recently. I think because I'll say this. COVID is, we're still in the pandemic, but 
with the leniency of how things are, I think we're just getting back up on that horse and just, and this is not just for filming, for everything else, but filming, because we're talking about it, filming is getting back, is ramping back up, especially going to the movies yeah. and all that stuff. There are people that still don't yeah. want to go to the movies and all that stuff. That's neither here nor there, but it's, it's getting ramped up. And I, I don't know why it's getting ramped up so quick to start filming, but again, they got to deliver. Yeah, because I, I can imagine. I remember, forget what show, and there were many, like you know, John Wick Four, or yeah, John Wick Four. All these shows. When you look at behind the scenes, they're still wearing masks, so like they're being careful as best they can. They're following their guy, like they're still following guidelines because they they really don't want to miss any like days. Like missing a day yeah. is money, so they're gonna they're gonna take precautions. So and they gotta deliver. I mean, hey, let's. Uh... Season three did great. Hopefully, they continue on. I like hope they said, keep delivering that same vein. Yeah, because yeah, they deliver well, that like consistency. Two, two was alright for me. It was like it, it did its thing, but it was like three. I can yeah. actually boast about. I'm like, yo, voice is good now. Nice. So, moving on to our favorite streaming platform, no bias here, but Disney Plus. We got a look at the live action remake of Pinocchio. Um, we've got the teaser trailer before. And now we they showed some stills of Pinocchio face on. His face is actually very reminiscent of the classic cartoon. And it is set to premiere on Disney Plus September 8th. So super close. I didn't even realize that yeah. it was coming up that close. But I'm down for it. I'm always down for a Disney movie. And just seeing the the polish on this movie, like, you know, we got to see Jiminy Cricket, we saw the Fairy Godmother, we saw a quick Cynthia. snippet of the cats, what else? we saw one of the puppets that, um... Oh, I didn't know, Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt is uh, Jimmy, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Nice. So, I, I, the way it looks is awesome. I can't wait to see, like, Monstro, and I hope they don't shy away from that island where Pinocchio becomes a donkey with all the, the other kids. And um, yes, because that was not just in the animated classic animated movie. That's in the books too. You know, and I mean books. I, I mean, I think I think it depends on. I don't want to say the OG book, but I think there's some Pinocchio mm-hmm. books that's a popular thing. Huh. But yeah, I hope they don't shy away. I know, like looking back on it, and even then, it's very it's it's scary. <laughs> like their transformation and that whole thing that goes on with the with the kids. You know, they're smoking and drinking and doing all this stuff. They end up transforming into donkeys. I hope that they found a pretty decent middle ground to kind of still tell that story, but without it being so, I guess, jarring, like visually. You know what was a jarring Pinocchio movie? The 1996 one. Oh, uh, that, that Nightmare Fuel movie? Yeah, yeah that was uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And I don't think that was a Disney. That was a mm-hmm. line. Uh, no, that wasn't Disney. Uh, that was Warner Bros. and... New Line and Picture uh, Universal. That was well, guys, go check that out if you want <laughs> to get freaked out. <laughs> um, and then also, fun fact: there is a Soul Dark Souls Bloodborne esque game called Lies of P in the works. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the characters from Pinocchio are the characters of this game. Yep. So it's a very intense, realistic 
Souls type game and it's loosely based on Pinocchio and his life. So go check it out. Article on on uh, IGN. It looks pretty cool, but um, yeah, yeah I thought that was just a fun little honorable mention. I remember I remember seeing a, a video a while back. It was I believe it was a cinematic slash gameplay trailer. But funny, yeah, you said IGN and also Polygon put up an article uh, six hours ago. So mm-hmm. It's pretty it's pretty fresh, and it does say yeah, Pinocchio meets Bloodborne. I never played. Yeah. I played Bloodborne, and I suck because that's not my type of game. But I will. Same. I will get this and not be good at it, and probably put it down. So, yeah. <laughs> um, sticking with Disney, She-Hulk premiered last week. Yes, um, it did. they gave us three episodes to binge, and next week episode four is dropping. You know what's crazy? I knew I had a. F- I only watched one episode. I thought. There was only one, and then you say this, and I heard, they always do that though. They always put like the first two or three episodes on Disney. Mm-hmm. So I can only tell you a little bit about one if you want to. Well, yeah, give us your your feedback from first episode. I loved it through and through. I found myself getting mad at at uh, Bruce Banner, uh, Bruce or Smart Hulk as he calls himself, and they and he actually makes fun of himself. I, like I, the show is aware that you calling yourself Smart Hulk. Obviously, it's a nod to Smart Hulk or yeah. Grey Hulk, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I got mad at him because he kept like I was on She Hulk's side. I was like, "She's a woman, bro. Stop it. You don't know." And they go in where she's like, "I'm always man. As a woman, we're always man." I was like, "That I like that take," but I kept getting mm-hmm. mad at Bruce. I'm like, "Bro, you don't get it. I don't get it. Just listen to her." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I thought it was a very he keeps like mansplaining. He was he was not he wasn't mansplaining, but he was superhero splaining, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> Basically, um what I did like though, they didn't because they do they did this with Supergirl in the CW version, like so Hulk is supposed to be like super strong physically, right? Yeah. They didn't like try to oh Girls do it better. She did things better than him, but he was still better because he had experience. But yeah. it was like give and take. But when it comes mm-hmm. to the transforming stuff, I like that because it made sense because of for who she mm-hmm. is. Um, they didn't just like try to try mm-hmm. like girls are better, blah blah blah. Like it does like do its thing. Like there's a story reason, and it makes and, sense. A, and a real life. It's reason. not just shoe. Yeah, and it's a real life reason. She's a woman. Like so she she deals with so many things in the real world and i'm sure a lot of women can relate i can't really talk too much into that because obviously i'm not a woman but i i understood in this <laughs> i like how you were like shot um <laughs> i i liked that i was engaged where i was like oh, bruce you're so dumb but um <laughs> i've been seeing like people online uh specifically men getting uh, upset at the show, blah blah. I'm like, again, oh, you're getting God. upset at it. You're being misogynistic about it. It's first of all, it's a show. It's a comic book show. Like, take it for what it is. People were uh, complaining about how, and I have my own take, and I explain it. People were complaining how. So there's a scene at, near in the end where um, she hope wants to leave, and then she gets in the car, and Bruce gets in front of it, and he's just trying to stop it, and he the car just keeps going. And then it just like picks him up and knocks him out. And then I'm like, okay, you know, it's not like he's using his force to hurt because if he used mm-hmm. the force, he would have hurt her. 
or damaged car, okay. whatever. Obviously, can't hurt her because she's She-Hulk now. And then I saw an image where they compare it to the Hulk from Avengers, where he stopped the big whaling. Uh, what do you call that? The Chitauri, thing. The Chitauri, uh thing. And I'm like, yeah, but that wasn't Bruce Banner. That was pure Rage Monster Hulk. He's using yeah. 1,000% of his strength. This is Bruce Banner. Oh, so it's just people nitpicking. Yeah, nitpicking mm-hmm. about it. But I'm like, yeah. you guys got to understand where Bruce evolved from. He's able to control his... Um, well, he built a device to be able to go back into his human form, which we saw in Shang-Chi. No, wait. Was it Shang-Chi? Yeah. It was Shang-Chi. Yeah. It was the end. Yeah. You saw him in human form, and people were like, wait, why is he in human form? This, this first episode explains why. He has this rudimentary or makeshift device that keeps him in human form. And then not to get super spoilery, but because of the interaction with his cousin, they figure out, oh, like I can control uh, going human and uh, mm-hmm. going into Hulk form. Uh, other than that, that's just my my opinion on the first episode. Good so far. Okay. So I'm going to stay with that. I mean, it did. I remember the right before it aired, the tomato meter reveal had it at 96%. Oh wow! Or on Rotten Tomatoes with oh. um, like sixty something reviews, so I think that's pretty good. That's a good indication of where it's going. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna take a like take a look at it. I just haven't yet, you know. So switching the script, going What's from one comic book from one comic book giant to another. DC's Batman, right? The Matt Reeves Batman has officially gotten its sequel in the form of Batman Two. It is officially greenlit, and Matt Reeves and I forgot who the other person was are starting to pen the script. Not Chris Pratt. Wait, you mean the writer? Oh, okay. I I actually forgot too. I'll look it up as we continue. Yeah. So there's a second writer in you know, including Matt Reeves, uh, Chris Matt Reeves, (laughs) including Matt Reeves. There will be a second writer for the sequel. Super happy. Can't wait to see more. Robert Pattinson killed it as Batman, and that movie was oh, near great. perfect. So I can't wait to see more of it. Peter Craig. So Peter Craig, there we go. He's going to be the other writer on the upcoming Batman yeah, sequel. He's coming back to it. Yeah, he like, dude, like, like, just to take it back a bit, he was, it doesn't say, but he was part of the town, uh, if you know that mm. uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. Uh, what's another one? Unfor- the Unforgivable, which I don't think a lot of people... But he was a story writer for Maverick. Oh. Which I still need to see. But... Oh, dude, come on, man. I know, I've been... It's, it's still in theaters. I, I just... I would have loved to see it in IMAX, but I'll watch it anyway. I have it on Voodoo. Yeah, IMAX, it was a trip. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Peter, Peter Craig. But, uh, yeah. So sticking with the DC theme here... Uh, for the upcoming Gotham Knights video game, it was revealed that Harley Quinn and Clayface will be major villains. I dig it. You know, I, there's still little things with, with Gotham Knights that I'm not super happy about. But I dig that we're going to get Harley Quinn and Clayface as major villains. Previously, we've kind of seen them in like a secondary role. Yes. I remember Clayface in, uh, was it Arkham City? Yeah, yeah. So to see them kind of take more center stage, remember we've talked about this before. Batman has a huge rogues gallery, yeah, and 
you know, especially someone like Clayface, who, especially in recent times, has been kind of put in the back burner. Uh-huh. It it would be really cool to see him do his thing and see what he can bring yeah. to this new era of Batman. Yeah, I would like to see other things like with the Batman movie, and when we're talking about the film world, like I, we got the Riddler. It's something. The last time we saw that was Jim Carrey. I would like to something. It would be because this is a little more grounded. We can't get a Clayface. Um, we actually kind of could if we wanted to, depending on how it's how the characters are in for that that world. But I would like to see other worlds gather, like me specifically, Firefly, Killer Croc. That can easily be done by just doing, just talking about atavism, which is a science thing where you just your body is, you know, getting it's it's your body is react not reacting, just reforming back to its olden days and when i say olden i don't mean like 1950s i mean like prehistoric yeah so but uh yeah i like that i dig that i don't know if i'm gonna get i don't even see myself playing gotham knights like not fiending to get it but yeah i'm not unfortunately i'm not fiending either like i thought i would as more news has come out the flame has kind of cooled for me yeah so i'm just kind of waiting to see how it does and if it does really well, then I'll pick it up. But if not, it's like, I'm okay. Um, sticking with video games, Dead Island 2, the long-awaited sequel to Dead Island, is finally coming out in February of 2023. I'm going I'm to chop this up, in my opinion. This is for someone. Because I didn't think it was that. I, I don't really care for those type of games. You shut your mouth. You And that was your game, right? Did you... Filthy I, I don't recall you playing this or talking about it like that. Dead Island? Yeah. I loved Dead Island. Oh, okay. So it's for you. When it first came out, I, it was like, it was it was cool because, I mean, now I think it might have lost some of its novelty because every game has crafting and RPG Zombies elements and all that. Like, But I think at this point, we've kind of seen a downtick in zombie stuff, right? So I think it's coming out in a good time. So because we're not overbeared, uh, overbearing, overwhelmed with different zombie media. Back then we had Walking Dead. Every other video game was zombies. Every other movie was Every, zombies. Exactly. It's like with uh, uh, vampires. There's, a, there's there's always that trend that happens for a nice bucket, yeah. and then it just dies out. And then wolves yeah. dies out. Now we're in the superhero trend. It's been like that for the past almost ten years. Yeah. Superhero trend is just never going to die out, though. So we've, um, you know, we've come away from that zombie thing, and now when we're seeing zombies, at least I feel it's been a little more, it's handled a little better, or a little bit so, whelmed I mean, now. Yeah, so a little whelmed. Oh, well, not so, sure. so, so yeah, like Last of Us Two, great, it's infected, blah blah blah. We're getting the show. We don't have like you know, Walking Dead is finishing up that other Walking Dead thing. No one cares about. Like, there's so many walking dead things though yeah no one cares. so but they're so niche it's not in the mainstream so right now it it seems cool i enjoyed dead island one i if this game keeps looking cool like because like i said we, we haven't seen too much in years like this game went on a huge hiatus i think for like eight years and I don't know. I, I would like to see more as we get close to a release date, but the little trailers that they've shown, I'm here for it. Mm. We also got a really cool little, little tiny snippet, a look at the new RPG 
<laughs> based on Dune. Is an RPG MMO. And not a miss. It's an RPG. Not a miss massive opportunity, but it's just a, a massive multiplayer online gaming thing. See, that is for someone. It's not for me. That is a, that is a just for someone. someone too, because it's just like Dune movie and book. Well, the, the latest movie, not the old movie. Great. The book is great. A game? Like, is this like, to me, I feel like it's a list, like a underhanded sly stunt just to boast the, the next oh, yeah. movie coming out. But again, it is for someone, so we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely for, it's just to ride the coattails of the movies. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, I was talking to my sister this past weekend, and she wants to see Dune as well. And she was like, you know, I want to see Dune just because I, I love Zendaya. And I was like, I was like, can I give you a bit of bad news? I was like, she's only in it for like two minutes. She was like, what? And it kind of speaks to what, like, how that movie was marketed. I don't think that they did it in the right way. The movie was good. It was just how it was marketed. Like, no one knew, for those who haven't seen it, and I think you guys should, you go in there and it's just like, part one. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Part one of what? Is this part one and there's going to be an intermission? Because I really went in there thinking I was getting the entire book. Yeah. This is the first half of the first book. And I believe uh, Villeneuve, the director, wants to do, I believe, up to three. There's probably like eight books out. And I think he just wants to do a trilogy. Because you can, you can, and you can kind of cap it. I don't know the rest of it. Because I know like years pass on with, when it comes to these books. Because mm-hmm. in the movie, or in the book, years go by. And the reason yeah. I dig this approach where their part two is going to still be part of book one is that Zendaya, uh, Shamalu, <laughs> Timothy Shalom, uh, Ding Dong, um, is they're going to get older. And that makes sense. So, and not to spoil it because I did read the book, I almost said something. I was like, but other things happen. So, I. You know, I'm happy for fans of Dune, but I think this is super niche. And honestly, I don't think it needs to be a thing. Yeah, especially for a game. To, yeah, for, for for this, it seems like um, maybe it'll come out for PC and be this big thing, and then it's going to go away. I can't imagine that this is going to have a lot of legs to it. Yeah. Next game I wanted to talk about, High on Life. So this is from Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland. And it is a, I think it's going to be a VR game also because Squanch Tendo, his uh, video game company, they mess around with VR stuff as well. Squanch. But, <laughs> but High on Life, it is a game where it's a first person shooter and all of your weapons are like different aliens. Yeah. So it's a sci fi game, first person shooter, you're traveling the galaxy and all of your weapons are sentient. So they're talking to you the entire time. And just like in Rick and Morty, it's the very over-the-top, like, crazy language. You know, all these things are, like, one super weird. One of them curse every time you shoot. Yeah. Another that, one that, is, that. like, there's a knife that's, like, super into stabbing people. And it's just, it's funny. That's so, and, that's like, so I think family I'm, guy, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it's the outrageousness of the cartoon captured in a video game. And half the voices sound like Morty because it's Justin Roiland. Great. So I, I'm totally down for it. I'm definitely going to pick it up. 
remember that's high on life. Check it out on IGN. They have a censored trailer of um all the stuff watch that's, the that's happening. Watch the Red Band trailer, which is for movies, but you know what I mean. It's it's funny. Next game. This is gonna be the last video game that we talk about, but I wanted to end on this because I'm still so I've never been so on the fence about a single video game. So Sonic Frontiers. We're gonna be on this fence for a minute. Like we just we got another trailer. Um, I think the release date is November. November eighth. So November eighth. I have no idea why this game exists. This game, and I've been following it since it's been released. Um, I've been seeing the rumors. I've been seeing um, different people do their playthroughs, like, you know, whatever reviews that they're allowed to put out. And it looks so weird. So it doesn't, to me, I'm not the hugest Sonic fan. I have played Sonic throughout my life. I enjoyed the blue blur. But to me, this is just such a weird thing because it looks like somebody played through Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, and they were like, let's throw Sonic in a super crazy, like, real-life world. Now, Sonic, and we've seen this before, like, in stuff like Sonic 06 or uh, the Werehog, Curse of the Werehog, whatever it is. Unleashed, that thing. Like, when Sonic gets put into these real-life worlds, it doesn't really work out. They haven't cracked the formula yet. And I, and I always thought it would have been great. So Sonic Unleashed, the first, the first mm-hmm. stage, I want that, but as a whole game. So the day, and this is the reputation that it has, exactly. the day stages in that game are fantastic. The night stages, which take you half an hour a pop, sucked. But here we are, Sonic Frontiers, he's dropped into this massive world and it's a mix of Breath of the Wild. There's these little statue guys that literally look like Koroks, mm-hmm. but they're just rocks instead of leaves, like from Breath of the Wild. There, yeah, there's this like massive open area. You know, there looks like there's a lot of environment. Mm-hmm. And then there's these huge like Shadow of the Colossus-like beings walking around. In this new trailer, they did show that Amy Rose, yeah. one of you know Sonic's longtime teammates, is kind of like hidden away in this little like bubble thing. Like it looks like she's captured. They showed a sneak peek of what looks like the main antagonist. It to me, it's just not landing. It looks weird. These worlds that they've shown are they look beautiful. Yeah, they, the worlds themselves yeah. look. I awesome. could, yeah, I can imagine it looks great. It's just to be honest. But then they have these random like tracks. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like out in the open, in the Sonic world, there's no tracks. Depending on what, if we're going back to the old games, there are tracks, obviously. But if you're trying to build a real, real world, it doesn't make sense. But I could just break it down to you simply: when we play Sonic games, especially the old ones, all we want to do is go fast, and not to take the pun from the Sonic's X show. You got to go fast. This game, it just from looking at it, it feels like I'm not going to be able to go fast as I want. Because then you yeah. gotta stop and do these things. Then you, it's, it's, it seems like I, what I would like is if it is open world in this large sandbox, but everything you do has this stage. You have to do this thing. That's what I would like. So they have like 
there's the big world yeah. that certain things are just kind of out there. You fight the big guys, you fight other things. Then there's these random like tracks and stuff around. But then there is a world that you go into. I forgot what it's like cyberspace or something like that. Yeah. And it's, it's a 2d. It's not 2d, but it's, it's reminiscent of it's like, reminiscent like 3d. 2D. It's a side scrolling. Yeah. Fast track thing that you would see in a normal Sonic. But okay. It's just weird. I, I I feel like this thing doesn't have its footing, and it's trying too much to push Sonic into like the next level, I guess. Because we saw what happened with Zelda and Breath of the Wild. It completely turned Zelda on its head, turned it into a whole different game, and everyone loved it. Yep. It was game of the year that year. People have been clamoring for the sequel for years now. Like this, it it was. A huge gamble that paid off. Now, Sonic Frontiers coming off of the miserable, what was it? Sonic Forces. Everyone hated it. Like, yeah, I mean, so I'm looking at the video now and I'm seeing what you're talking about as you're explaining it. And it's just like, I don't know. We have to see more. We have to hear reviews. I 100% there needs to be a demo. Like, I have to try it. And that's the other thing that bothers me. This game is coming out in November. We got two full months, right, before it drops. Why, why isn't there more? And that's why I feel like Sonic Team and Sega aren't really behind this game. Because yeah. we're not seeing really anything. Like, we just see these we saw the first, slices. We saw the first thing, too, where it was just, it didn't show a lot. It, it, it showed a broken world, basically, that was still being built. And now we got like, how fast did they do this? It seems it's an empty space. I don't like one thing. And it's something that I had my qualms with, with Kingdom Hearts three, where it felt empty. You have this game came out on PS4 and I'm like, where are all the characters? I go to, if you recall, going to monster monsters, Inc world, it only takes place at night and there's no one else. I was like, I would have loved to interact with other beings. The only time we saw that was in Olympus. Like that was mm-hmm. dope because Olympus in the other games was just that stage. It was empty, yeah, yeah. So now just looking at this video, and actually this was my first time, I only saw images before. It seems like there are times where it's just an empty space. I'm in this ocean yeah. of the shallow ocean, you can say. Yeah, it's too much environment. And it's just like I and I have to imagine that they made so much. Because they have to accommodate for Sonic speed, you know, because yeah, he's going to yeah, be just sense. traversing. But to your point, it looks empty. It just looks like there's too much environment. You know, there's RPG elements in learning the different attacks and stuff, which is like, which I see. okay. But I, I just don't know where this thing is going. And it just looks like Sonic Team is just, I don't know, heading for another flop. And it kind of sucks because I would love to see a game like this actually work. But when I can look at a game and it just be like, oh, this looks like Sonic in Breath of the Wild, like I shouldn't be able to make that comparison. Exactly. I should look at it and be like, oh, this looks like a cool different thing. 100%. So, yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> Sticking with some PlayStation stuff. This is our last topic of the day. PlayStation has revealed the DualSense Edge controller. Yes. So, it is a new generation of the, I guess, DualShock now being DualSense 
controllers for PS5, and it is a modular controller. So not only can you customize the different parts, so literally you can move things to kind of like fit what you want. There's also settings on the back, which I'm not 100% sure on, but it looks like you can control sensitivities or maybe different button layouts from these two different buttons on the back. They're just like little kind of like toggles and they have three options. So that means you can just uh, cheat all your way through fighting games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I wonder what this means. Like, are we like, is there, is that like a turbo function? Like, is that going to be standard now? Like, I don't know. Uh, you know, they've been talking about phones and controllers and a bunch of stuff being modular for a while now. Yeah. And uh, we haven't really seen anything to my knowledge that has really kind of capitalized on the whole modular thing. So this is kind of cool that it's first party support. It's from PlayStation themselves. They're pushing this thing out. It looks like it's just going to be like, you know, when first PlayStation came out and you had the, the first controller, then you had the DualShock. Yep. Right. It looks like this is just going to be the in-between generation of controllers and quite possibly going further down the line, this will be the standard. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's that it's usually when they do those uh, controller things, it's like they do the controller that announces their slim version or their pro whatever. And yeah. then it comes down to like the next console. But I feel like, but that's a long, this is time. This is not like it happens two months from now. This is going to be yeah. years from now. But I yeah, like maybe when they finally come out with the PS5 Pro or the, P- the PS5 Pro Max Slim, whatever they're going to call it, like maybe this controller will be the controller you get. That, yeah, that would be the main. But if anything, yeah. they would have just shipped it out with the, if you can get your hands on a PS5, it would be shipped part of that as a, a nah. the, the default. But we'll, yeah. They're going to make you pay for it, all of it. Yeah. They're like, oh, you already will pay. Give me money. Yeah. Give me your money. You know, it, and it's, it has been cool to see, you know, especially now just us talking about first generation PlayStation all the way up to now. Like, it's fun to see where it's gone. Yeah. But with that, unfortunately, comes stuff like the shortage, right? Like, we're still seeing PlayStation 5 shortages. Why are we seeing that? That's insane. Yeah. But you know but, what it is? There has been an uptake of the restocking, though. So that's good news. Like, I just true. seeing it come up on my feeds or, like Walmart, uh, Target, GameStop, but it's still a shortage because it goes out very quickly, and that's due to bots. Yeah. And hopefully, that stops. Yes. And on that super lovely note. Ah, yes. On that note, we got some prices to talk about. So I'm gonna just go run through this because we're a little over. But so I'm gonna just go down line. Uh, so the prizes for this giveaway we're going to do, and you're just getting a sticker. That's all you're getting. So that's all you're going to get. <laughs> now I'm just playing. But you will be getting a sticker. It's waterproof. It's my brother Teddy in different art form. It's a little blurry, but I'll be posting this later as well. You will be My getting, brother Teddy is the comic book that Jay wrote and published. Yes, you will be getting a Shanks Funko Pop. Not this one exactly, because this is where uh, Shanks is holding the straw hat. That's a chase. It's limited. So you're not getting this one. You're getting a Shanks Funko Pop, so you're not getting this. I'm just saying it again, because you're not getting it. But you're going to get one of these, but not this. Um, then you're going to get a signed copy of, drum roll please. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I was trying to do like Michael Scott, but he kept doing it. Anyway. 
Ooh. Alien Heroes, but not this version. I'm gonna get the hollow, the hollow version, the the what is the holographic version. I'm gonna sign it. Version. Get that one. Ooh. This so here, a signed holographic variant of yeah. issue number one of the Alien Heroes. Yeah, and then when I'm famous, you can sell it, or maybe keep it. You know, put it in part of your collection, get it graded, and another signed copy of my brother Teddy. Ooh. But this is not going to be holographic. This is going to be the official published version. Why are you even doing the giveaway if it's not holographic, Jay? I don't know. Maybe it just costs too much. I Dude. should try just doing it just to see. I, I mean, just for me, though, not for anyone else. I, I could. I could try that. Um, so, yeah, those are the things that I will be giving away. And a poster. Also, I will post on online because I don't have the poster here. But I'll post a picture of what the poster will be. I feel like I said post a lot. So look at that. So remember, look at our bios for the for the contest rules. Go back in the stream for the key. Uh, what was it for the hidden key phrase? The key phrase, not keyword. The hidden key phrase that Jay dropped earlier. Follow the rules; they're pretty simple. But like Jay said, you will be receiving a a waterproof sticker, a signed copy, the waterproof sticker of my brother Teddy with an original design, a signed copy of My Brother Teddy, a signed holographic copy of The Alien Heroes, and a surprise poster that Jay will be announcing later on. Oh, and who could forget, a Shanks from One Piece uh, Funko Pop. Or not the, not this, not the limited. Not the Chase, but one from Jay's private collection. Yes. So all that stuff, and all you got to do is, what was it like? You got to listen. You got to know the phrase. You got to listen and like and and subscribe. Oh yeah. Or like and follow. Follow us. Mm-hmm. Share. Because we gotta get more people on this. You gotta share so we can they, it's a contest. It's a contest. You got you can't just be the one person. And you will uh need to go through this because I'm gonna put down the rules. I'm gonna put down the Easter eggs and you gotta tell me the Easter egg that you found in it. You know? And just DM us. And I hope you get it because I'm really stoked. Justin, are you doing it? Do you, do you want me to just tell you? I, th- I can tell you all that you say. I mean, I feel like I can't do it, right? Yeah, you can't. I mean, no, I can do it, but I'm not going to win. No, so no, let you me try can it. do let it, try it, it on just my can't. own. Yeah, you just can't win. Yeah, I'll try it on my own. And um, and then when are, when are you going to announce the winner? I'm going to announce the first person that gets all of them, right? That goes through, that follows. So, however long it takes, just the first person to, so, to knock him. Literally, right. we can go on our second anniversary. If no one claims it, we'll just. The prize will still be there for it's. It's literally the prize is all for the taking. Literally, what Gold Rogers said about One Piece. This is the One Piece. So if <laughs> no one claims it. All right. So you heard it here first. The guys, the people on the stream, you guys are getting this info first. So everyone that has to wait and for the uh, not for the bot to go up, but for the the podcast episode to go up, they're chumps. All right, they're all chumps because they didn't join us live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the average Jays. Those get guys got a head first. start to the grand line. One piece <laughs> puns all day. So, as always, guys, please like, follow, subscribe, share. Get the word out on the average Jays. We want more people. We want to add more people to the pirate crew. Yes, yes. Okay? Thank you. Add people to the grand fleet. So, as always, thank you for joining us. I am Jay Justin Ruiz. And I'm Jay Jeremy Francois. And be nice to your neighbor, guys. 
Nate Burks.